Welcome, Mistorians. Host Austin Heave-She and host Brenda She-Her have been waiting for you. Come along for Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 25 of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. And episode two of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries goes to the movies double feature. And people, you might be like, don't you guys have like music you put here? And maybe Brenda will put music here, but I hope she doesn't. I hope instead it's just me doing this. That's just the soundbite now. Yeah, so... I think we've decided to do this once a month. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. enough movies, I think. We have, between us, like, four streaming services, right? Yeah. We have access to pretty much all the streaming services. Pretty much. Spoiler alert, everyone. Me and Brenda share streaming services. You'll never we catch do. us. <laughs> <laughs> I think, personally, I have Hulu, Disney+, Plus, Netflix, and then I use your HBO Max. Yeah. it's about right. I need oh, someone's... Got... Oh? Got... oh, what do you need? Which one do you need? I need Crunchyroll. Oh, Crunchyroll I've got Crunchyroll. Uh, sometimes. It depends on like what it is, but I'll get you my Crunchyroll login. Cool. Because... Nice, nice, nice. Then I can watch Conan without ads. Yes. Yeah, the ads on Crunchyroll <laughs> are so much. That's why I have premium. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so... Like, everyone... Okay, we're going to go to the movies one second. Crunchyroll ads are like four minutes of your show and they're like here's an ad again <laughs> yeah and it's like not add an ad break no it's like, so it's just like you're watching like blah, 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 and then it's just like hey do you need twix <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad hey here's an advertisement for an anime that you're not watching <laughs> hey you want to watch naruto no not really oh, okay right. three minutes go by hey you want to watch naruto naruto <laughs> My least favorite thing is when they show the same ad back to back. Oh. When um, Drama Fever, which was a was a uh, K drama mm-hmm. um, streaming app, when that was still around, um, they would have just the worst ads. They would be like louder, and it would be like for like some very obscure like Chinese drama that I'm mm-hmm. not too interested in. <laughs> and oh, it was just, and I couldn't pay for it, so I was just like, please, I just want to watch. Let's eat. And then they put it on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Crunchyroll ads are the worst. Um, Mm -hmm. So we're going to the movies. We don't... We'll figure out another segment for before we start, but I think we're just going to go right to the movies. Yeah, I think with, like, goes to the movies, we don't really need a before segment just because they're like... We do two movies, and so... You're welcome, everybody. Yeah, we want to maximize our time with the movies. Absolutely. the first movie we did this week is probably your favorite Halloween movie, Twitches. It is. So it's it's weird because it's my favorite Halloween movie. My favorite, like, sp- sp- Halloween-themed movie is Blade. 
right? Mm-hmm. Which we got into, but like this is my favorite. Like this is a like Halloween movie. Like their birthdays on Halloween. It's a Halloween movie. Yeah, it's like um, as far as like the umbrella of like spooky October type movies. Yeah, yeah. But this is a Halloween movie. Yeah. So, uh, quick background. Um, one, you'll get you're gonna get spoilers for 2005 Twitches, everybody. So <laughs> I guess. Skip ahead like twenty minutes if you've never seen Twitches and you don't want spoilers. <laughs> um, but it's based on a Scholastic book series, also named Twitches. Um, it had so Twitches is one of the few Disney Channel original movies I could find that has a budget listed that you can see. Oh, I looked around and I could not for the other. So Twitches is the eleventh ranked Disney Channel original movie in terms of ratings. Um. As it should be. I mean, it should be higher, but it got yeah. a DVD release, which wasn't very common back then. Yeah, its rating was 7 million on its, like, release. Uh, I think this is, like, by release weekend is what this is going off of. It's, like, 7 million viewers had watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a lot. It the What squeaked in, what squeaked it out of the 10th spot, it used to be the 10th one, what squeaked it out was Phineas and Ferb the movie across the second dimension. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> And that didn't. That was in 2011. So it was the Tim Frank movie until 2011. So that's six years. Like it withstood like all the Camp Rocks and High School Musicals and everything like that. Pretty impressive, considering like how much of a cultural phenomenon both Camp Rock and High School Musical were. Yeah, that's wild. And it's still. I've never seen Camp Rock. I've also never seen Camp Rock. I was like, so it's, it's. So instead of a high school, they're at camp, and people are like, essentially, and I was like, okay, well, I also didn't like the high school ones. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, the Jonas Brothers are here? Okay, I'm in high school. (laughs) (laughs) It's really weird, because, like, um, some other higher-ranked Disney Channel original movies now, they they pull in ratings from not just Disney Channel, they also pull in them from, like, XD and Freeform, and I'm like, that doesn't count. No. Disney Channel original movie. Anyway, uh, $7 million, it had a budget of $20 million, which seems oh. like a lot. For a made-for-TV movie? Yeah. And I, that's why I tried to look at, um, I was really digging deep on Cadet Kelly, because that's like, came out around a similar time, and it had mm-hmm. about a similar rating pull. It pulled in like $7.8 And I'm like, well, how much did they spend on, like, Hillary Duff's movie? And I couldn't find it for Cadet Kelly. Or Halloween Town, or Cheetah Girls Two, or like it, like it is not listed for the other movies. I could only find it for Twitches, and only Twitches one. Huh. I don't that's know weird. what that's about. Um, so that's that's like just I just know stuff about Twitches. Everybody, um, <laughs> we didn't do that for the other movie. I just know stuff about Twitches. It's a good movie. How many times have you seen it this season so far? Uh. When I watch it for the podcast, I think that was like my sixth time watching it mm-hmm. this month. Um, I I enjoy Twitches. It's just like a fun movie. It's like good for the background. Mm-hmm. It's like the story is the plot is like wild, right? Because these two, it's <laughs> so it's T and Tamara Maori, who you all know from every twin thing that wasn't the Olsen twins. <laughs> yeah, they were like they were in Sister Sister, which was like a really big deal. Um, and I think Sister Sister got a start on UPN. Yeah. That's where it debuted. And then it moved over to the Disney Channel and people mm-hmm. kind of consider it like an honorary Disney Channel show mm-hmm. um, because it was like, you know, a really big deal. And they were in like a lot of like they were right up there with like 
the rest of like the Disney Channel stars at the time. Yeah. So they were a really big deal. Um, so this movie was a really big deal, even mm-hmm. though like they were like a little bit older. Um, yeah. And yeah, the characters the... they play in this one are 21. Yeah, which is interesting. It's an interesting yeah. take because usually for Disney Channel movies, they either leave them an ambiguous age, like they're at camp. How old are they? At camp. Camp age. <laughs> you know. The age you are at camp. <laughs> um, but for them to be like, because Twitch is, this all pivots around like, their, it's their birthday. Like it is their birthday right now actively is like when this all happens. It's like two, a span of two days, one day. I think it's just one day because it ends at the Halloween party and it starts on their birthday, which is Halloween. Yeah. So I feel like it's just like over just one which is day. It's <laughs> a very, they have a very long day. <laughs> it's a very long day. <laughs> so it's these two, you know, twins separated at birth. Um, imagine sister, sister, but now they have magic. Yeah, they're from a fantasy land called, you know, oh, I just watched this last night. God. It's I with Coventry. Coventry. I was Coventry. like, it's, it's something like good. Uh, their original. So I think it's really cool because Twitches deals with like birth name versus chosen name. Because mm-hmm. their original, their birth names from Coventry, from their parents in Coventry are Apollo and Artemis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when like they find, they find their, they go on this like magical adventure. Where they get linked back up with their family in Coventry. Um, but they let their like, birth parent no like oh actually i like to be called like alex and uh oh god cameron cameron so and their birth parents just like oh okay my bad and i don't know that's just like that's probably not something they like intended for that to be but it it still is you know yeah it's like it was like pretty a pretty cool moment like yeah you really have to see it to like get the feeling of it Mm -hmm. but and it probably wasn't their intention, but when you see it in the context of the movie, it feels like something very significant. Yeah, because their birth pan- they they find their mom, and their mom just is like, "Oh, okay, my like my essentially my bad, Alex got yeah. it." <laughs> yeah, Alex. Okay, cool. So, but um, yeah, it's it's pretty good. They so they're separated at birth, and mm-hmm. they by happenstance, and like these two magical babysitters. Yeah, okay, so they're set they're supposed to be like their fathers whose name is Aaron. A R O N. They should be like, You're the children of Aaron. Aaron, that's a normal ass name. Like his brother's <laughs> name like Phantos. Yeah, his brother has the mo first of all, his brother's a bad guy, everybody. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. Um, alert. And his brother is too- named Phantos, and I'm like, Phantos. he's missing one A from being the god of death. Okay. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Also also wait, I'm sorry. The mom so everyone the mom, like, the dad gets killed by his brother. Um, and then the mom marries the brother? They kiss on the mouth. <laughs> it's, it's fair. Like, she doesn't know that he killed her husband and his brother. But it's really weird to think, like, you know, I don't care that it's been 20 years to think, like, your spouse gets killed. And like, well, I guess I'll fuck their sibling now. Yeah, and it's like, he's obsessed with her, because like, one of his reasons for taking over the kingdom and killing her husband, slash his brother, was because he wanted to be with her. Yeah. Like, he's obsessed with her. Um, and you can't tell me that doesn't, there's not like, a history of him being obsessed with her. It's, yeah. it's that's like one plot point, I'm like, hey, Twitches, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> we need to, uh, please elaborate a smidge. Like, this movie has like, a very fast pace, because it's a Disney Channel original movie, mm-hmm. and it has a runtime of like, an hour and a half. 
Yeah. So like, and they cover a lot of ground. A lot. <laughs> so there's like not a lot of time. It's still very good, but it's like, please elaborate a little bit about the villain. <laughs> well, could you? Okay. So what I need people to imagine is imagine if he wasn't the bad guy, you know, and he actually wanted to help. And the mom has to be like, this is your uncle and also your new stepdad. <laughs> yeah, because she never really says that. Cause I don't think the twins know. Like, no. she introduces him to them. She's like, oh, this is your dad's brother. And, like, they hug. Mm-hmm. And then then that's it. She does not tell them <laughs> that she married him. <laughs> and she just they kissed have him no on the clue. mouth. Yeah, she, like, the, the twins don't witness her kissing him on the mouth. <laughs> We're Which... the only ones who witness that. <laughs> Which in Disney Channel original movie terms is fucking. That's like yeah, that is that's like a, a little that's a little intense scene. for a Disney. Yeah, that's intense for a Disney Channel original movie. On the lips. <laughs> oh my god! What? Get a room. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> 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 All right. So, uh, Ileana and Karsh. 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 Are, are their babysitters? Which I never really knew how to feel about these guys through the whole thing. Like, do I hate them? Do I like them? I don't... They just kind of exist. Um, are they in love? It's Sometimes. like a, It feels like a... Um, a what's the name of that comedy, like, pairing? Where it's like a straight man and a... It's a Cosmo and Wanda type dynamic. Yeah, it's it's very much like... Ileana is, like, pus- like, optimistic and fun and, like, oh, whatever, like chaotic like chaotic like let's eat cake at this birthday party and karsh is She's like the cosmo <laughs> karsh is like there is literally a like demon of darkness chasing them down what are you doing eating cake and she's like well karsh, yeah like, you know you, you the cake's not gonna stop them <laughs> yes karsh has a stick up his ass like, yeah um and they never, it's a good thing it's Halloween because, like, they've been wearing, one, the same clothes for 20, 21 years. Yeah. And two, like, you know, they just walk around. This is like a city, apparently, where everyone has a Halloween costume on all day during <laughs> Halloween. Um, so, like, they're just kind of walking around in their Halloween costumes. Um, I, like, kept staring at Karsh because I was like, you look familiar. Who mm-hmm. are you? I don't know where I've seen this man before. <laughs> let's, let's figure out who played I Karsh. looked it up. He hasn't done shit. Oh, really? So I thought I thought he reminded me of the guy from the Disney Channel original movie um Now You See It, mm-hmm. uh which was like the the weird the weird magic one which took itself very seriously. And they do kind of look familiar, but definitely the the main character of that movie is a teen and this is a grown-ass <laughs> man. So I don't know. They have like that look about them, like the same eyes. And I was just like, who are you? It's really weird. Like, so like, so like Ileana and Karsh go to them on their 21st birthday, respectively. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're like, hey, you're, you're mad. They don't say, which is, they don't say you're magic. They say you're ready. Which Uh, is um, terrifying. Yeah. Ileana comes out of like a department store while um, Cameron is about to walk in and is like, I want to hug. No, that'll be weird. You're so ready. And like grabs her by the shoulders and walks away. 
Yeah. But Kar- then, um... Karsh is, is fucking terrifying. Because <laughs> Karsh is this weird. Okay, so Alex is on a bus, like a like public transport. <laughs> no, no and if you've ever ridden a bus, you know if a man ever talks to you on a bus, you're like, wee woo. Like, <laughs> danger. He's this creepy looking guy in like a, like. Blood red leather jacket. <laughs> yeah, with these like shadow under his eyes. And he's like, you're more powerful than you could ever imagine. <laughs> And I was like, "Yo, ready?" <laughs> hey, and I'm Alex's like, reaction is to be like, "Oh no!" Yeah, I'm like, I feel like it's because it's a Disney Channel original movie. I think if they made it now, it would get played out more because she's like a young, pretty, like black woman, and this white guy is like, "You're so powerful." Like, I feel like if they made it today, she would like hit him. Like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 a lot. Yeah, it's. <laughs> And so, you know, Ileana and Karsh are trying to get them to, like, link up because they are magic, but only when they are with each other until they learn it better, and then they don't need each other, but then they still need each other. (laughs) Yeah, because they have, like, their own set of powers, like, so, like, I think Alex can open up, like, the gate to Coventry, and I forget what Cameron can do. (laughs) Cameron is like a, oh, God. Um, Cameron can um, talk in a very high-pitched voice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's Cameron's superpower. I feel like they don't, like, give her one, you know? Yeah. Because she's the one who, like, at the end decides, like, when in, like, the... When everything starts getting real serious, she's just like, actually, I like um, my life, and I love my adopted parents, and I um, want to go to my Halloween party. Yeah. So, and she al- just fucks also, off. like, Alex is, like, a working-class girl, woman. Um... Her mom is deceased. They don't get into why. I, they feels mm-hmm. like they allude to cancer. That was like the big thing in the two thousands. Yeah. Uh, and then Cameron is like super rich with two parents. Yeah. So like Cameron's had like a, you know, it's implied she's had a very good life, and mm-hmm. um, she's got she's like, like a in Porsche. art school. Yeah. She's got a Porsche. She lives in a gated community and a mansion. You know, so. Um, she's like good at everything she does. Mm-hmm. She like or is like. <laughs> Oh, go ahead. I was like, she, like, smokes her dad at tennis. That's a whole bit. Yeah, okay, real quick aside. They wear these pendants that um, uh, Cameron has the sun and then Alex has the moon. Mm-hmm. And they wear these through the whole movie. And mm-hmm. it's implied they've been wearing these literally their whole life. One. Um, eventually, you lose necklaces. They just disappear. <laughs> or they break. Like, you can't wear the same necklace forever. And trust me, I've tried. <laughs> um, but they're to- magic. <laughs> They're magic necklaces. Um, too, during the tennis scene when um, Cameron and her dad are playing tennis, she's still wearing that pendant. Now, let me tell you, if you wear a necklace like that while you do <laughs> any physical activity, it's going to come up and hit you in the teeth. I've done this. But it's magic. <laughs> it's magic necklace that can't hit you in the teeth. <laughs> and so it's kind of cool, like, the the whole idea. This is, like, a better like love is the answer magic than a certain other magic book about a magic boy (laughs) uh the comparison i was thinking of was not the magic book about the magic boy but frozen which is also about like i've never seen frozen oh you've never seen frozen okay i forget um maybe we'll have to watch frozen for december's (laughs) um December's Secret History. Everybody, because i put on a crusade to not watch frozen and brenda's Uh like what if it's for work yeah, what if it was our job? We had to watch Frozen. 
Um, one moment. Thought I had to burp. I don't. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so Frozen is about, like, sister relationships, mm-hmm. too. I think Twitches does that a lot better in a lot less time with a lot less budget. Um, yeah, it's what, like, they had $20 million, and I'm gonna say right now, everybody, I would hazard a guess that, like, a quarter, if not half of that, was paying T and Tamara. They were, like, hot tickets at the time. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's, the budget definitely didn't go into the CGI. No. So, and I this mean, movie has a lot of CGI. It does. I mean, the bad guy, the darkness or whatever, like, mostly shows up as, like, a blob. It's, it's not pretty, but. No, it's, um, even for 2005 standards, it's bad. And then, like, all of Coventry is, like, also, yeah. <laughs> like, at the end when they banish the darkness and they show, like, a farm in Coventry and it's all CGI. <laughs> it's like, like, hey, this Couldn't you've gone to a farm? <laughs> Yeah, it's like we have farms here. You can just use it. We don't have to know it's not a fantasy farm. Well, like, because they filmed all of the movie in Toronto, Ontario. Yeah. Um, but I feel like like there are farms in Canada, right? Like you couldn't pay a oh, farmer ha- like there, six thousand bucks to like everywhere. Like, hey, here's a thousand dollars for you to not be on your farm today. Can we? We're just gonna take like key shots for an hour. Also, stock footage exists. <laughs> Like, they couldn't, like, the, they, the Coventry Castle is, again, like, CGI, and again, I'm like, there are a lot of castles in the world, and there's definitely stock footage of, I know Disney had stock footage of a castle somewhere. Somewhere. Like, something that looks a little <laughs> bit better than wh- whatever we got. Um, but yeah, so Tia and Tamara were so much of a high commodity, uh, at one point during Twitch's, Tia had to play both characters. Yeah, okay, okay, can I, I know you were investigating to see, like, when they were playing each other, I think it was the beginning of the party mm-hmm. at the Hall- the Halloween party when uh, Cameron comes out and puts the mask on. Um, I think that was the other twin. <laughs> yeah, I think so. so it's hard. Um, there's not like a scene where it's like both of them, but the back is turned. There's none of those scenes. Um, mm-hmm. I so this came out. This came out literally this year. Everybody that uh, <laughs> Tamara is on a morning talk show i don't know which one and someone was like hey you know i really like twitches i feel like in one of the scenes you looked a little different and tamara was like well you caught us <laughs> this, had, this <laughs> oh, had never yeah. been confirmed before she's like yeah i was she was on a um lifetime show at the time and the schedules didn't line up so for like two days tia had to play both of them and they gave <laughs> her like a fake mole and yeah she just played both of them for like a day of filming um, mm-hmm. so I do think it's the Halloween scene, and I couldn't figure out if there were any other scenes where it was Tia, mm-hmm. but that sounds right to me from, like, how that scene was played and also how she sounded, because, like, they're identical twins, but given, except, um, Tamara has, like, a beauty mark on her cheek. Yeah. And their voices are, like, different, because they're, like, they just carry their bodies and their weight differently. Yeah, and it's, like, in the beginning of the Halloween scene, she comes out in, like, a princess dress. And then for only the beginning of the Halloween party section, she has, like, a mask on. Yeah, that for no Um, reason she wears or no reason she removes. (laughs) Yeah, it's like she wears it for, like, a little bit and then you just never see the mask again. Yeah. Um, They also have, like, um, different moles on their chest. Mm -hmm. And I think you can. they didn't try to, like, they they did the beauty mark, but I don't think they tried to switch the chest moles because I was the only one probably paying attention. (laughs) Brenda paused, staring at Tia Tamara's boobs like, those aren't your tits. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was just like, now wait a second. One of them has a mole up on the shoulder and the other one has a mole on one tit. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, Bo. I know. So that's why I think it was the Halloween scene. Hi, T and Tamara. We're sorry that we know your boobs so well. (laughs) Yeah, sorry I was looking at your boobs. They're nice. They're nice. Though. They're nice, though. They're not. They're I'm nice. just. They're not bad. I had a huge yeah. crush on both of them growing up. I mean, who didn't? Now, speaking of crushes, I want to segue into: Are both of the girls in the movie gay? The answer is yes, yes and I have. Absolutely. I have proof. One hundred percent. So with Alex, Alex is doesn't have a house. She's homeless at the moment. She's crashing with her best friend, her gal pal, her gal pal, and. <laughs> Um, her gal pal gets like so jealous when Alex finds um, her twin. Yeah, and so I do believe they are together. And well, then even hammer. Yeah, okay, I ahead. have more evidence for Alex. Even when Alex yes. gets upset, she doesn't go to her space in the house. She goes into her friend's her friend's yes. room. Room and like, like gets, that's where she goes automatically. And like gets in the bed. Like they're like having they're like having a fight. They're like a couple yeah. having a fight. She's like. I made you this cake and it's your birthday and I'm not hanging out with my sister. And she's like, well, I'm like, they, they have a fight and she storms yeah. off to her, her friend's room, which like, that's like a couple thing. Everyone like, it, yeah. like that is not like when you get upset at someone, you retreat to a space where is like, you feel like it's also your space. And you would, mm-hmm. if you were just like roommates with someone, you never go into your roommate's room or into your no. friend's room. Never. So yes, there's that. My other for Al- uh, Cameron, um, at the Halloween party, uh, Cameron's, like, sitting down on a bench, and she's, like, really upset, and her parents are trying to, like, figure out, like, oh, what do we do? And the mm-hmm. dad's just like, maybe I- maybe, it's- maybe it's a boy? Mm-hmm. And then her mom is just like, I don't think it's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's being I was like, oh, Yeah, I was like, oh, she's gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I think like absolutely. Well, there's even like a scene where her. Um, also, this movie's like really horny. Yeah. Like she has her friend at the party. Like they were really pushing it with them being 21. Like because they're at the party and everyone has a red cup, but they don't like say what's in the red cup. You know. Yeah, um, it's like. But you know, 21 is the is the booze birthday. But you know what's in the red cup? Like it's a red solo cup, and then her friend is like, "I know what you need to cheer up." And you're like, whoa. Like, as an adult, you're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and then her friend's just like, go flirt with this boy. And she's yeah. like, I don't want to flirt with the boy. Yeah, she's like, you, you, need a, you need a boy to get your mind off things. And again, as an adult, you're like, this friend's trying to get her to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, her friend is 100% like, I know what you need to do. Let's go fuck on your birthday. <laughs> yeah. Like, her friend is just like, in a cat suit. Yeah, it's... it's- it's a lot yeah it's i'm not gonna say it's like the the most risque disney channel original movie but maybe it is maybe i I I haven't seen a lot of them i haven't seen yeah i have no idea what like what the descendants be doing but uh yeah that seems pretty hmm (laughs) hey the top disney channel original movie for 2020 was zombies 2 (laughs) two million views I didn't know there was a Zombies 1. Can you just call a movie Zombies now? Like, what? 2018 Zombies. Zombies? Okay. Yeah. I'm uh, going to call my, my next screenplay um, Vampires, I guess. Just call it... <laughs> no, not just Vampire. Just one. Vampire. One Vampire. Uh, one little vampire. 
vampire <laughs> in a big old town. Uh, yeah, Twitches <laughs> was also the highest rated Disney Channel Ultra movie the year it came out, which was 2005. What was it competing against? Uh, I knew you would ask that. And as I was saying it, I was like, I should know what else came out in 2005. Also in 2005 was Now You See It. Uh, Buff- oh, that was so weird. Buffalo Dreams. Kim Possible movie Soda Drama, which that's a, Ooh, that's a that's big, a big one. one. That one's uh, good. The Proud Family movie, another big one. It was a big one. Boy, that movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Go Figure, um, which was the figure skating slash hockey movie. Oh, yeah. Okay, that one was hyped up a lot. Um, And Life is Rough, which I don't remember. I know it has... Uh, his name isn't Corey, but like Corey from That's So Raven, that's like his like Disney Channel movie. Ah, uh, yes. Mr. In the House. Mr. In the House. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I never watched that spinoff, but I'm like, wait, so the the idea is his dad is now the chef for the president, and they let this yes. kid run around the White House? That's a yes. bad premise. Yes, that's it. And Raven is not there. <laughs> yeah, she just is gone. <laughs> they don't bring Raven her. Raven is like, at school, question mark? And it's just like, you know, you watched... That's so Raven. And you know what your favorite part of That's so Raven was? Oh, it was like, Raven? No! No, the dad, Corey. the dad cooking and Cory up to no good. Little, little brother Cory, he's your favorite. Also, the mom isn't there? Like... Yeah, where's she? Where is she? It's really... It's weird that you... I don't know. If I was going to work for, like, a government official, I think I'd bring my psychic daughter with me. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> she might come in handy. Like, can you... <laughs> on record that our government tried to weaponize psychic powers <laughs> this is real if you don't live in the united states i want you to know that this is real this is not a conspiracy yeah, no, they, they did they were like it could work they're like they're, yeah they were like we'll try anything <laughs> they're like what if it people are like it won't work and they're like i mean what if it did what if we put all these tax dollars into proving psychic powers are real and that we can weaponize them yeah, thanks true. america <laughs> <laughs> but twitch is like like they like they had seven million their rating their rating was like seven million viewers per screening or whatever however this mm-hmm. rating i don't know how ratings work um the next closest was the proud family million proud family movie at 4.8 million wow uh kim possible had 4.5 life is rough at 4.3 and the other movies i listed their ratings are not available because they did not care enough to rate them <laughs> they were just like oh these ones no one's gonna like these <laughs> They just didn't now take, you... they just, there just isn't data on it from the Nielsen rating company. They just didn't, Wow. they just didn't care. You know that I had a Nielsen box? Oh. This lady literally came up to my apartment. She was in my, like, I lived in a house building, like a house apartment building. Mm-hmm. Someone let her in. I don't know who. Anyway, she came up to my door and was just like, hello, I'm, fr- I'm from Nielsen. And I was like, oh, shit. for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, I was just like, okay. She was like, have you ever heard of a Nielsen box? And I was like. I've seen an episode of ALF in which they get a Nielsen box, so yes, <laughs> I do know what a Nielsen box is, and I do know that I would like some of that money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get paid to do it? Uh, you don't get paid a lot, so you get like 50 bucks to like get the box, mm-hmm. and then you get like a very negligible amount of money to like watch TV, and I got a total of two channels <laughs> on my... <laughs> <laughs> that my TV could pick up because it had like it had some kind of like internal mm-hmm. antenna. Like this is like post antenna, so like you know, I didn't have cable. Cable. I had this weird internal antenna that could pick up like um, Fox and some other channel that barely came in. So mm-hmm. I would like watch Bob's Burgers every week <laughs> just to get it the Nielsen ratings. 
putting in work. Yeah, so that was that's my um that's my Nielsen box side story. Uh, a quick Disney Channel original movie Halloween side story. The first Disney Channel original movie with a Nielsen rating was Halloween Town. Really? Yeah, three point four million. That's the first one, at least I can find on this record here that like they rated. Halloween Town's so good. It's not better than Twitches though. No, but still very good. Uh, watch Twitches. It's good. Yeah. It the ending is actually pretty touching, even though it's it's a very Disney Channel ending. Yeah, it's heartwarming. It's got a lot of like really good moments. They especially the act, yeah. the talent in that movie was really good at crying. Oh yeah, like uh, Tia and Tamara were like crying at the end, and I was just like, I feel this. My they, heart feels this right now. <laughs> they are really good. Listen, they cry like two or three times throughout the movie, everyone, and they are very good at crying. Yeah, I was just like. These two are, like, better actors than pretty much anyone else in this film. <laughs> they really hold it up. But the movie goes through so, like, they have the, they don't know each other. They know each other. They realize they have magic. They then have the, like, magic montage where they go around town doing whatever they want. Like, Yeah, they, Disney like... got an actual song for that scene. <laughs> yeah. They, it's... like, pay, what, what song is it? It's, like, oh, it's, uh, it's a montage song. It's, like, is it the Go-Go's? Yes, it's definitely the Go-Go's. But what song? It's that. <laughs> it's the one. You know. It, you guys know what you've one. heard it. You you know it, and it's not a cover. It's not like a Disney Channel star singing a cover of this song. They do have a song from a Disney Channel star in the movie, and that is "Rush" by Ali and Ag. Yeah, which I forgot was from this movie. Don't let nobody Don't tell you your life is over. Be every color that you are. Into the rush now, you don't have to know how- I know this song very well, because they would show it in between Disney Channel shows, like, as they do, um, music videos in between Disney Channel shows during commercials, and they would just be like, here's Rush by Allie and AJ. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so they have yeah. two big songs in it. It's, it's a fun movie. It somehow goes through all of the arcs. It is, it, like, every Disney Channel movie arc you might think of is in this movie, and it's a very short runtime. they have a very long day. <laughs> It is the longest day ever. You know, like, there's that that Phineas and Ferb special where they, like, go around the world on the longest day. This yeah. day feels longer than that one. It's pretty long. And Phineas and Ferb went to both India and Japan. That's really nice. <laughs> oh, they were also in Paris. I was like, where else did they go? Paris? Yeah. Okay. But they didn't travel dimensions. <gasps> they did not, so. Got them. One up on Twitches. Got them. Yeah, so that's Twitches. I think that's a good good amount of time for Twitches. Yeah, I think so, too. So, let's roll right into our uh, second film, which I think is the one that we've been really, Ooh. really wanting to talk Ooh. about. <laughs> I, I it... had to resist the urge, everyone, to live tweet, just at, like, live text Brenda as I was watching this movie. I This movie is so hard not to live tweet, or live text to people. Yeah. Because I was doing it to my friends, and I was just like, this might be the best movie I've seen in 2020. It's <laughs> like... pretty fucking good. It's so good. This is Happy Halloween, Scooby-Doo. The first Halloween Scooby-Doo movie ever. Ever. Which is wild. And you're thinking, Absolutely. no, it's not. Hey, we we thought that too. We were wrong. <laughs> we looked it up. This is specifically Halloween movie, not like an episode of like What's New Scooby-Doo that right. takes place on Halloween. This is like a full length, like hour and 15 minutes animated movie. That is now, Halloween. I don't even I don't even know where to start. I, th I think I want to start with saying that, like, the director and producer, and if, I know I mentioned this in a previous episode, mm -hmm. maybe the writer is Maxwell Adams, the creator of um, 
Billy and Mandy, the Grim right. Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Um, and once you know that, this whole movie makes sense. That does make a lot of <laughs> sense. So this movie also features, they have two celebrity guests. There's Elvira. Um, Who's not played by Elvira. No, it, El, my I watch with my partner and, and they're like, is Elvira alive? And I'm like, yeah, she's around. She's like hosting something this weekend. Yeah, she's still out there, so but that, she did not voice herself. That's a in choice. <laughs> yeah, it's like she just she was like, "Yes, you can use my likeness." No, no, I will not do it for you. I don't know. Maybe like she's against what? Like I don't know if she's ever voice acted. Maybe she just isn't interested in that. I don't know. I feel like she's voice acted in Scooby Doo before. Yeah, I don't know for sure, but who knows? Who knows? But I, she was like, "Yes, you can use my likeness." So, uh, and Bill Nye the Science Guy, who is Bill Nye the Science Guy, and <laughs> just it's, Bill Nye. There's a there's a really good okay everyone I'm gonna try not to spoil too much of this movie but there's a really good bit where they're talking to Bill Nye the Science Guy like on the <laughs> phone and they're like Bill we need you to run analysis he's like yeah sure oh wait trick or treaters <laughs> and he goes to answer the door for the trick or treaters and he starts like he does like a Bill Nye the Science Guy after school special at these kids and it's really <laughs> funny because at one point and- the parents are like thanks Bill but we really just wanted the candy yeah you think he's talking to like several different trick-or-treaters that are all coming up to the door and then they reveal that it's just like one family that he's been giving science facts to for like a half hour um, <laughs> he's, he's the kid supposed to be like you don't see it but he's like oh I love your Aquaman costume but realistically Aquaman when he kills to prove under <laughs> and yeah and then he's just like you know dolphins are actually pretty awful <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's so funny so in this in this Scooby-Doo setting the DC heroes seem to be real. Yes. This so, is like a version of Scooby-Doo in which Batman is real. And also the Scarecrow is real mm-hmm. because the Scarecrow, Jonathan Crane from Batman is in this movie. They, they fight the scare. These kids fight the Scarecrow, Jonathan Crane. They dunk on him and then they proceed to mock him <laughs> for a good yes. like, 10 minutes. The Scarecrow. Velma just looks him dead in the eyes and says like, I don't feel Fear, what are you going to do about that? <laughs> Velma rips out her heart and says, what will you do to me now, Scarecrow? <laughs> <laughs> you, if I do not feel fear, you have no power over me, it's, Scarecrow. It's really like, metal. Like, I, it's so metal. <laughs> she's like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Be afraid of the 53rd ranked supervillain? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, Velma. <laughs> it's like, Batman can't catch this guy, and you caught him, and then you like proceeded to mock him. <laughs> Like, Velma and the Scarecrows, like, the Scarecrow kind of, like, develops this respect for her because he finally, like, meets someone who is just not afraid. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, at first he's just like, I'll find a way to make you be afraid. And then he's just like, uh-uh, no, she, she nope, she does not feel <laughs> She's fear. scary. <laughs> so that was an interesting twist I was not expecting. Uh, this movie starts and, like, one minute in, Elvira makes a joke about her tits. And I was like, yes. oh, okay, I this is well, the kind of movie we've got. <laughs> I thought at the beginning, and she's not because I did check, but I thought that she was pulling candy out of her bra to throw to kids when she was on the the parade float. Oh, is she not? She's not. I thought she was. She too. is not. <laughs> oh, maybe she. Maybe she is. Maybe I don't know. But I didn't go back and also, check. Yeah. Also, in that same scene, there's like a little song playing in the background, mm-hmm. not the pop song that comes up later in the film. Mm-hmm. This is just like a little song that's playing during the parade. I I watch things with captions on. Which is great because sometimes you find things that are just kind of kind of weird, mm-hmm. and the lyrics to this song playing at the beginning are like, "We live in a crystal cove. There's ghosts and ghouls." This isn't the exact lyrics, but it's mm-hmm. it's you get the gist. Um, there's ghosts and ghouls. Someday it'll be the end of us. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
watching with captions. I didn't catch that. I did. That's I had to amazing. stop and be like, I'd be like, excuse me? Um, what? <laughs> like, it was, I was like, this is the movie we're getting. This is, this is what this movie's like. It's, okay, it's all right, great, here we go. everybody. Uh, Fred is at peak himbo. He is oh, yeah. at absolute peak of his himbo. At some point, the mystery machine gets, like, into an accident. <laughs> and... <laughs> And, like, they're, they they get into an accident, and they're, like, running away from whatever the... There's, like, a monster thing. It's a Scooby-Doo movie. Spoiler, I guess. Um, and they're, like, running from the monster thing. And Fred's like, oh, we can't leave the love of my life behind. And was like, Daphne's in the car in front of him. And Fred's like, no, the mystery machine. Yeah. They're, like, trying to escape. And Fred's just like, the mystery machine. And almost just like, it's a car. <laughs> Uh, okay. it's, Bill Nye gives them a, like, science van that Fred hates because it doesn't have a soul. Yeah, he's, like, he's, he's in love with the mystery machine, and the mystery machine has a soul. Yeah, it's and so good. That, um, go ahead. Okay, uh, Daphne's, like, an action hero in this one? Yes, that's what I was gonna bring up, too! <laughs> She's, like, a really good badass. Um, <laughs> Daphne's kind of feral in this movie. She's, like... Not only is she, like, an action hero, she's very good with tools. There's a scene where she, like, um, has to... Shaggy and Scooby get covered in candy. They yeah. do this voluntarily, and then an owl gets stuck to them. Okay, so, yeah, that's what happens. But anyway, <laughs> she has to, like, clean them up, and she, like, builds, like, a fire yes. like, with a pumpkin, and then she's just, like, singing the song that's just, like, sometimes you have to clean an owl with your sweater. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> she, like, builds a fire while singing. She boils water. She takes a sweater out and, like, cleans them up. Like, she is absolutely like uh it's really cool take on her because she's still like daphne she still is like, yeah you know like like she does that and then like powders her nose she's like well now now i gotta get clean <laughs> there's like a scene where like fred kind of goes a little feral he's like full i have to build a trap and it's like, <laughs> it's really so bad good. um recorders playing like bad flute playing in the background mm -hmm. and he's like shirtless and he's covered in mud and he's got a bow and arrow and he's just like all right he's and like daphne's on the sidelines with popcorn, just kind of looking at him this and is, eating that's, popcorn. That's the movie we got, everybody. They were like, yeah, so these <laughs> kids are all horny, and we may as well yeah. just... Like, it's so funny, because they're like, Fred Whitting, and he's like, I'm gonna do what I do best. Build a trap. Yeah, that... Okay, so that's, like, based on Fred's character from Mystery Inc., mm -hmm. like, the uh, Mystery Incorporated, the show. Mm -hmm. This is all very based. Kind if, of, I don't if, think it takes place in the same universe yeah. as Mystery Inc., but it takes place in the same town. Oh, right. I was like, it seemed like Crystal Cove was a familiar town. Like, I was like, I swear that's, yeah. like, where they've been. So they used to be in Coolsville. Right. That's previously where they lived. And then around Mystery Inc., they were like, they live in Crystal Cove. Um, and then, like, there's, like, lore around, like, the um, mines in the mm. area and the crystals and, like, all this, all of these sea caves. Mm. So it's got that setting. Um, so. <laughs> it's it's really good. He is, like, wild man. And yeah, they pan over, and Daphne's just like eating. She's just like Daphne is like, God, I love that idiot. <laughs> yeah, she's. He, this is what she, she's here for. This like, and then there's also a subplot. I, I don't want to give away too much, but like, just please watch this movie. It's if you so don't want good. any spoilers, you can turn off the podcast right now. But like, it's just get this movie, buy this movie, please. Because yeah, this is like the best Scooby Doo movie since um since Cyber Chase. Since Cyber Chase, I was I'm looking at like a list of Scooby Doo movies. And I was like, did anything happen in between Cyber Chase and this one that was, like, really good? Because Witch's Ghost with Hex Girls is, like, before Cyber Chase. Yeah, so it was 
like there's like the four very good ones. There's um Zombie Island, which is ghost, alien invasion, and then Cyberchase. And then immediately after that it goes to like the Australian vampire one. Mm-hmm. And so just immediately the quality just dropped off. And I I've watched like a couple like on Cartoon Network, so I've seen like Scooby Doo and the Monster of Mexico and I've seen um I've watched, <laughs> I've watched and... all the Scooby Doo wrestling ones. <laughs> Oh, those are funny though. Yeah, those are those are like really lean into the like the goofy aspect. And this one just like yeah. has goofy and spooky because with a Scooby Doo movie, when it's like the animated one, sometimes like like Scooby Doo Zombie Island, it's like, but no, they're real. Yeah, this one I'm not gonna give away this one. No, but, like... but it, it gives in it like leans into both like when I was watching anytime you watch a Scooby Doo show, you're like, there's someone to catch. And when you watch a movie I like that they keep the mystery going because you don't know if there's someone to catch or if it's real. Like, it could be... Yeah. Like, the movies always leave it as, like, it could be either. And it always feels like the mystery is harder to solve. I'm gonna... I want to admit, Scooby-Doo mystery, sometimes I'm like, I didn't see that at all. You're really smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one, I kind of figured it out. Yeah. I, I, I had a feeling. Um, I'll tell you later about, like, what my, my original theory was. Mm-hmm. Because it was just, I was like, this would be so wild. It literally could be this person. Right. Um, but I don't want to give us any spoilers because I want everyone to have a good organic viewing of this film. Yes. Because it's so good. Uh, um, can we talk about the Daphne Blowtorch scene, though? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a scene where Daphne is on a moving car going 60 miles an hour with a blowtorch yeah. trying to, like, blowtorch off a part of the car so they can go faster and fred is in a different car shouting about how to use a blowtorch <laughs> she says fred do not blowtorch explain me while i'm actively using a blowtorch and it's amazing yeah. it's so good because he's like there he's in a moving car she's like on the back of a trailer and he's trying to be like daphne do this and she's just like no <laughs> and then she drops her blowtorch like it gets lost or whatever and instead she just bangs off the piece of the car she needs yeah, well, she's like, I need it. She she gets a um, fire extinguisher from Elvira because Elvira had both a blowtorch and a fire extinguisher in her hearse. Of course. It, and so she, like, defeats, like, a pumpkin thing with the fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. And then she uh, uses the coal to, like, weaken the metal. The, the metal. And then she just, like, stomps on it till it snaps in half. And it's so fucking badass. She's, she, her, there's a, when it opens, there's, like, a action sequence that you don't fully yes. see because you're in so it starts and they, they gotta catch the scare, the scarecrow and yeah. you're from scooby and shaggy's point of view like hiding in the van and this whole action scene happens outside that you get snippets of of like daphne and velma doing like cool like action moves to, like kill like these scarecrow drones and like the van is like literally flying around in the air and it's such yeah. a cool way to start a movie <laughs> yeah I feel like most Scooby-Doo movies will just be like, here's the title. Yeah. There it is. But this one was like, this is a whole intro sequence that like highlighted the characters and then like who their voice actors mm-hmm. were. And it was like, it felt theatrical. Yeah. I was like, this should have been in theaters, you know, if theaters were open, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I would like, I, so I rented this movie for like 50 cents, everyone. Cause I had a <laughs> bunch of credit apparently on my account mm-hmm. that I didn't know about. And I'm like, well, I need, like, I haven't gone back yet because I got to pay bills because it's almost the first as we record this. But as soon as I do, I'm buying that movie because it was a good time. Yeah, I'm like, I have to own this. I want to, I 
so much wanted to watch it with friends. Yeah. Because it's like, it's a good movie to watch with friends. Um, it's so funny. The, so the voice acting, on um, like, yes. incredible. Unreal. <laughs> like, the only critique I had is I feel like Frank Welker is getting a little old, and his Fred is sounding a little old. Yeah. But it's still good classic Fred. He's voiced Fred forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Velma was new. Um, that was Kate McCucci. Yeah, and she did great. What? Just absolutely perfect. She's like, like when we when we were talking about it before we watched it, I was like, that's a great cat. Like, how has she never voiced Velma before? She's perfect for Velma. Yeah, just absolutely perfect. You could, you couldn't even tell it wasn't like her, Velma's old voice actor. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so good, and it was Velma. You know, unlike another movie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, get fucked, Scoob. It was um, it was a great time. Uh, there's this there's this interesting. I think it was interesting because there's this other subplot of it. They like do these this mystery thing, but it's like a time where they're not getting they're not like famous. They're not like getting paid to do it, you know. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and it only happens sometimes where it comes up in Scooby Doo because like you like when you watch Scooby Doo shows, they like solve mysteries. They don't make money a thing, but some movies no. do, and this movie does where yeah. like it comes up that they're like they don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like a scene where like the Fred's just like, guess I'll get a job as a dishwasher. <laughs> and Velma, I feel like they're also our age. Like, yeah, this is a very millennial Scooby Doo movie. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like we like kids can watch it fine, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's a lot of jokes that are just catered towards us mm-hmm. specifically. Um, and I loved it. Yeah, it was, it was so good because <laughs> it's interesting because like. Fred is like, I'll be a dishwasher or something. And Velma, it's usually Daphne who's on like the let's get famous track. But this time it's Velma. Velma's like trying to talk to reporters and like trying to like get their name out there. She's like trying to have a big break. Like she like, I mean, I was, Velma like wants to be like fucking Batman, I swear. Like that's like the vibe I got. Yeah. Velma is so intense in this movie. It's so good though. But um, I mean, if she can take down the Scarecrow, like she should be Batman. Yeah, I'm. Hey, listen. When I I fucking know you're going for it, Scooby Doo. Give us the Batman crossover. We've waited so long. Yeah. Well, they've done it before, and I think they've done it pretty recently. I think there was an episode of like the that's new Scooby Doo show on Boomerang. Yeah. Where they did another Batman yeah, crossover. I need a, but I need we a want movie. a movie. Yeah, movie. I need a movie. Like I've waited so long for a Scooby Doo Batman movie. It's time. Like a serious one, like you know, yeah. like about like what we got here, maybe like a direct sequel to Happy um, Halloween. Yeah, that would that'd did. be perfect, right? They're already they're yeah. already like in his ta- like in his wheelhouse, you know. Yeah, it's like Batman catches wind that like Velma like fucked up the scarecrow. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I haven't heard from the scarecrow in a while. He got put in jail by some like twenty two year old woman in Crystal Cove. Batman, what the fuck? <laughs> this- the scarecrow the, the scarecrow alfred not sca- not a Jonathan scarecrow Crane. <laughs> yeah yeah yes master wayne no like <laughs> like alfred 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 like alfred alfred like the the fear gas and you know I, I built this whole like bat suit that purifies oxygen so i can fight him yeah no some kids took him down with like t-shirt guns i think <laughs> <laughs> she just doesn't feel fear master wayne <laughs> Velma as Robin, please. Yes. <laughs> Be like, sorry, Damien, you're fired. <laughs> Father, why? This girl doesn't fear fear. This is what I've been looking for my whole life. 
Father, I also don't feel fear. Damien, don't shit with me. <laughs> you feel a lot of fucking fear all the time. Don't fuck with me, Damien. <laughs> Go do your homework. You anxious child. You're so you're full of anxiety. <laughs> um So Brenda. <laughs> one second, I have one last bit. Okay. <laughs> Father, I was trained not to feel fear. We know that's a lot of shit, Damien. <laughs> Alright, I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking up the next Scooby-Doo movies to see what we were getting. Um, yeah. There's Scooby-Doo and King Arthur's Court. That'll just be silly, I'm sure. Um, yeah, that'll just be Scooby and Shaggy fucking around in medieval times. There's Scooby-Doo and Courage the Cowardly Dog. What? Do you, Excuse me? Yeah, I have no idea how they're swinging that. I don't know who has rights to what for that to be going down. What? But it... How, how, do, what? how does it work? <laughs> I'm trying to puzzle it out in my brain, and I cannot. Scooby-Doo and Courage the Cowardly Dog crossover coming in 2021. Right now, just titled Scooby-Doo and Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh my god. It'll most likely change before it's released in 2021. Here is the listing from Turner Classic Movies. God. Will it be the next Johnny Bravo Scooby-Doo crossover? Mm. I don't I don't know if it'll be as good. I think their worlds are just very different. Because Courage is constant. Courage the Cowardly Dog all supernatural stuff is real. Yeah, well, it'll be so. Like, it'll and, be and a, know, one where it's real, and yeah, Scooby, Scooby, and Courage are gonna hang out a bunch, right? Do you think they'd be friends? I don't think. I, I don't, feel like Scoop. I think Scooby's gonna get Courage to lighten up because Scooby lightens up for food, right? And Courage lightens up yeah. never. <laughs> Courage lightens up for like one second of a day when Muriel pets him on the head. Yeah. And then he's back to full um, anxiety, always, forever. Muriel and Velma have a glasses bit for sure. Yeah. Um, the art style's very different. It's very Johnny. different. And I'm, I just can't. Courage is. I know you don't like Courage. The no, dog. I don't. Well, I feel like. I do. I feel like I could get Scooby and Courage to mesh, like, as dogs, but the people are so different. Yeah, so maybe it'll just be, like, one of those weird ones where, like, it's just. Shaggy and Scooby and Courage. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes they'll be like, yeah, we don't need the rest of the mystery gang. Just Shaggy and Scooby, which never works out no. the way they hope. It never works out. Well, there's Ever. no one to solve anything. And then, like, Shaggy, like, I guess it's interesting because, like, like, Shaggy is an investigator, right? Yeah. But then Shaggy has to play, like, the straight man. Yeah, and that just and it's is just weird. Like, yeah, that's weird. Like, you know, the entirety of, like, the Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo show, like, Shaggy's just, like, the voice of reason. And it's just like, <laughs> what's happening here? I really so there's a scene in this one, um, where <laughs> they go to Velma's mind palace. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's really it's really cool because the kind of the whole crux of the movie is Velma realizing like everyone on the team has like a skill, uh, because mm-hmm. she's Velma is very much like she's like I'm head bitch in charge around here. Uh, yeah, you guys she's are holding always me back. right. This is, yeah. <laughs> I don't even need you. She very much does need all of them. Yeah. And, like, she has, like, uh, a... There's, like, scenes where Daphne's just, like, a badass. And Fred does, like, Fred... Like, he builds... He's, like, building the traps and he does a Fred thing. And then, like, Scooby and Shaggy's thing is, like, helping her chill out, she realizes, so she can think. Essentially, mm-hmm. she's, like, so stressed that she has to save the day and save everyone because she's the, the smart one and no one else can figure it out that she, like, cannot figure out this mystery. And Scooby and, and Sha- Scooby and Shaggy are, like, have a fucking cookie and sit down. And she's like, I can't sit down. I'm smart. And they're like, have a cookie and sit down. 
And then they like shove a Scooby stack into her mouth and she's just like, Rrr! and she's just like, oh, wait. Oh, that's good. Which is now established that Velma will eat Scooby snacks, everybody. You remember that one. So, add that one to the canon. <laughs> and it, like, that's how, like, she can solve this mystery. And I think she cites them as, like, helping her with that. Because she, like, could not figure out what was going on because she wouldn't talk to them. Like, they had, like, the key piece of clue that she didn't know. Because mm-hmm. she assumed they were useless and cowards. This whole movie. Yes. The whole time. So, God. It's got, like, character development. Yeah. It's good. It's so good. It's so good. We can't say this enough. Um, can we talk very briefly about how um, Daphne tried to just steal um, Elvira's identity? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, wait, it, but what's funnier about that bit is they're like, oh, yeah, she did, like she's done this before. And they list like two other celebrity guests they've had. And I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to go look it up. I'm like, but did she do that? And, and like, wouldn't that happen? And I couldn't find it. Oh, bummer. But yeah, like, so Velma, or not Velma, Daphne meets Elvira, and it's just like, hey, I want to be your, your, um, I want to learn from you, I want to be like you, yeah. and Elvira's just like, alright, pack my shit in my car. Yeah. And so then they, like, end up in the same car together, and then throughout the course of the movie, Daphne ends up, they switch clothes at one point. Yeah, while driving. <laughs> while driving. So then they're in each other's clothes, and then, like, at the end of the movie, like, Daphne makes her final... <laughs> Her final She's transformation. Like, Can I have your wig? And Elvira's like, it's not a wig. But I won't tell you what it is, everyone. She does get her yeah. hair. She gets the hair. And so then, um, well, I think it's like Velma's just like, oh, you wanted a uh, costume for the party. And then Fred, Fred's like, oh, no. She wanted to steal. <laughs> she wanted to steal. Elvira. She wanted to be Elvira. They're like, She's done this before. <laughs> yeah, because Daphne is like, because they're like, let's go to a Halloween party. Daphne's like, we don't have the perfect costumes, but I have an idea. And so you think, oh, this is her idea. And she's like, oh, no, this was not my idea at all, but it does work. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I actually just decided I wanted to steal Elvira's identity and become her. <laughs> Daphne in this movie is like, is that, is, is that her real name? Like, that's the level of yeah. like, how hardcore she is. Like, she's, because I feel like usually in the older classic Scooby-Doo stuff, the muscle is Fred. And Daphne is clearly mm-hmm. the muscle for this group. Yeah. Like, she does, like, a lot of, like, crazy, like, moves and, like, uses all these weapons and all these tools. And she's just kind of, like, just feral. Chaotic. Yeah. The whole thing. <laughs> just, like, you just don't know what she's going to do next. Because, like, you, you think you know what to expect from Daphne. Because Daphne, you know, generally would just, like, fall in a hole mm-hmm. and then have to get picked up out of the hole. No, that doesn't happen. She's, like, clumsy once in this movie and that's it i was waiting for daphne to like ride one of the drones like into battle <laughs> yeah was, i i was getting close it was very close to her like grabbing a drone and just like screaming into the field of battle <laughs> hey do we know what's up with mike and michelle <laughs> oh yeah they like they seemed like they were like somebody right yeah, okay, I'm gonna look this up. You explain to the audience really quick who Mike and Michelle are. So, Mike are. and Michelle, early on in the movie, um, this little girl, Mike, and or this little girl, Michelle, and her dad, Mike, come up to the, the mystery gang, and they're like, hey, thanks for saving the town. <laughs> Michelle is like, they're like cowboys, so Michelle's like, thanks for saving the town, partner. Uh, and Mike lets them know, like, you know, he owes them one, you know, he's so grateful, promises to buy them, like, a caramel apple or something. And then later on, when they're, like, all running away from the monster, Fred's like, hey, our friends Shaggy and Scooby need a ride, because they're, like, trapped from each other. And he's like, I said a candied apple. (laughs) 
And so, <laughs> he's like, no. And so Mike and Michelle get roped into this, like, Mad Max style, like, highway. It's like a, the most of the movie, the monster's, like, also in a car. So it's like a Mad Max, like, highway battle. <laughs> and this guy, Mike, is, <laughs> he is freaking out. And his daughter thinks it's, like, a ride and laughing. And he's like, yes, it's just a ride. Daddy just had too much pizza and fell asleep on the couch. We're fine. <laughs> West was Westworld. Pepperonis and Westworld. Pepperonis and Westworld. <laughs> I can't figure it out. What's up with them? Let me let me go to Wikipedia. Um, but they very much felt like like at least Mike felt like he was meant to be someone or was like a famous person voice acting. Like it, it felt usually when Scooby Doo has like a side character that becomes a main character for the whole thing, like, it's because they are someone, but... Yeah. I don't know if he's, like, a reference from an older Scooby-Doo thing, or if, like, if his voice actor knew some. Like, I have no idea. They think, um... I thought it was, like, this at the end, there's a cool little, like, credit scene, like, after credit scene, mm-hmm. and then there's, like, a special thanks to the creators of Scooby-Doo, because one of them passed away this year from COVID, which I didn't realize... Oh, really? Yeah, um, I wrote his name down. Let me pull it back up. Uh, it's not Ken Spears, because he's still alive. It was Joe Ruby? Yeah. Ooh, man, I didn't come across that in my research. Yeah, he died uh, August 26th. He's 87. Wow. So, hope, I hope his family's doing well. <laughs> um, yeah. Th- thanks for making, thanks for being part of making Scooby-Doo. Uh, and, and so, obviously, it wasn't those two, uh, at the, and it was cool yeah. to thank them. I feel like I was like i don't think i see they don't do that for like every movie so it's cool that he did mm-hmm. um yeah so i don't know what was up with them i don't know if like mike and michelle will show back up but it felt it if you watch a lot of scooby-doo like those people like well that's somebody yeah and i'm looking it up and lo- the only thing the guy who voices mike has done is another episode of scooby-doo like he did a voice in what's new scooby-doo mm-hmm. like a long time ago mm-hmm. So maybe that's the joke, is that you expect it to be someone and it's no one. Like, that's just the joke. It's like, here's just these people right. who are also in this movie now. <laughs> like, yeah, the whole bit with Fred is so good. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's also weird that he's like, no, I will leave you here to die. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, I have to get my daughter out of here, which is valid. Yeah, it's like, pretty valid. It- pretty valid. Like his whole, th- like the whole time he's just like, my daughter has to be safe. When the movie, when they, like, get safe and everything, they're like, thanks again. He's like, yeah, thank you. And they're like, yeah, we'll see you again. He's like, <laughs> I never want to see you again. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and he's like, I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, don't contact me. <laughs> Gets in a cat like, taxi. He's like, Thank- thanks again for saving us. I don't think I ever want to see you again. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Mike and Michelle, I don't know why you're in this movie. But I appreciate I'm glad you're here. the presence you brought. Yeah, brought a good dynamic. <laughs> um, at one point in the movie, because they're they're like they have Shagging Scooby, and at one point Shagging Scooby grab onto one of the drones and they leave the car. And yeah. I was like, because they're like Velma has the right idea because Velma like is in like a flying jetpack seat, and they also <laughs> eject. And I think they were like, oh, Velma's leaving. Yeah. I just I was like, that's a very bold move for a Shagging Scooby. Yeah, it's like, that feels risky, guys, but okay. I have a screenshot of, like, the car chase scene where, like, Daphne's hanging out of the the window of Elvira's hearse, mm-hmm. and Fred's, like, skating on a pumpkin, and there's, like, a parade float <laughs> castle in the background, and then there's Velma in her floating chair, and it's like, that's it, that's the movie. That's the whole like, movie. <laughs> that's, it's so chaotic, like... 
I'm going to just do a simple premise of this. Um, just to lay it yeah. out. <laughs> um, Happy Halloween Scooby-Doo is about the Scooby gang after defeating the Scarecrow from Batman, fighting jackal lanterns that have risen from the pumpkin patch and can turn people into other pumpkin monstrosities. And they have to go on a wild car chase with a car from Bill Nye to solve the mystery. <laughs> That's the movie. I can't, I can't get over that Velma is like, we... We have fought a lot of stupid stuff, but jack-o'-lanterns are too dumb to be real. Yeah, like, the whole time. <laughs> she's just like, what is this? She's like... What the hell? She's like, that can't be, like, listen, guys, people come up with a lot of dumb names. We, li- It literally cannot be that. Yeah, she's just like, this is fake. This is absolutely absurd. There's, like, a sheriff that they meet in this movie who's like, all right, guys, we've known each other a long time. And Fred's like, we met you, like, four months ago. Yeah. <laughs> That really killed me because they're like all on the highway and they like catch up to the sheriff who is like transporting the scarecrow. Like, we got to talk to the scarecrow. Um, And like the pumpkins catch up to them. He's like, ah, I'm sorry. I was so mean to you guys. We've grown so close. We're like family. And Fred's like, we met you four months ago. What are you talking about? Yeah. (laughs) Just shoots him down. And then the guy goes and dies. And I'm like, his last words from someone where I don't know who you are. (laughs) <laughs> I love you guys so much. Who? <laughs> Who? Whomst are you? <laughs> this movie's really good. Uh, it's, at one point, it's... Daphne kills one of the pumpkin people, and I'm like, "Did you just kill that guy?" She's like, "Yeah." So far, they had only like they only had smashed like monster pumpkins, and then like a pumpkin head that was like a human at one point flew up to her, and she just didn't even blink. And I'm like, "She just fucking killed that guy." <laughs> Yeah, it's like, if you think that is, like, a pumpkified human being that you knew, and you just killed them. Listen, everyone. Daphne's putting everybody on alert. You come at her or her boo thing sideways, you're dead. You're already (laughs) dead. (laughs) You try touching that perfectly sculpted chest of Fred's, you're, you're, she's, listen, she's, she's gotta do it. She's coming for you. (laughs) She's gonna get you. about Fred ripping his shirt off. <laughs> it's really what's really good. I don't think he like he never got a shirt later. It wasn't like a cartoon thing where he had another shirt. He like they walk back into town and he doesn't have a shirt and he's still covered in mud. He spends this whole movie in a skeleton costume. He does. He never wears his iconic shirt. Yeah, when like they're all like, oh we don't have any costumes, I'm just like, excuse me, Fred's in a costume. <laughs> Fred's prepared. I don't know about y'all, but like <laughs> check it. Oh my god. They're like, we're, we are, they wanted to be half eaten Halloween candy. So they put a bunch of Halloween candy in their mouths and chew it up and then stick it to their bodies. <laughs> and then pour more candy on themselves. Yeah, they're like, here's our costume. And, like, and at one point, <laughs> if you had all that candy, why are you going to get candy? And Shaggy's like, you gotta spin candy to make candy to make candy. <laughs> at one point, they're in the back of Mike and Michelle's car. And, like, Mike's just like, these guys smell bad. They smell like the bottom of a candy store trash can. And they're just covered in candy and leaves <laughs> and dirt. Well, like, so they, they get on the news, right? This is this is yeah. a really good bit. They get on the news for catching a scarecrow. And Shaggy and Scooby come up, like, like the most feral children you've seen, screaming about the jack-o'-lanterns while they're covered in candy and an owl. <laughs> <laughs> owl stuck to Shaggy's ass. <laughs> and Velma tries spitting it like, they just had a lot of candy, you know? And I'm like, Velma, you can't spin this, baby. 
<laughs> it's like, Velvet, something's wrong. <laughs> it's such a good movie. Please, everyone, watch it. Please watch it. Like, we can't stress it enough. I want this movie to do well. So they make a, they, they realize, like, oh, this is the future of Scooby-Doo. Like, this hum- this type of humor, this type of, like, pacing. It's so good. They have, like, this stupid, like, bubblegum pop 60s song mm-hmm. that plays, like, a couple times in the movie. And it's so stupid. <laughs> I love it. It's such a... I... It's... The animation is pretty good, too. Yeah. They... they Listen, they really knocked it out of the park. I don't know if this was intended to be, like, a larger release than what it ended up, like, being just, like, a digital release. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if they would have planned to try and air this somewhere or do, like, a limited theater release, because it was, it's very good. And, I mean, yeah, the director-producer you... on it, being the guy from Billy and Mandy, like, that's a that's a big get for animation's sake. Yeah, and you can absolutely, he, he was, I did double-check, he was also the writer. Okay, nice. Um, you can absolutely tell, just, like, the pacing, there's, like, a couple, like, moments where characters eyes bug out that's not super like indicative of Mm scooby-doo they like break the models a little more because like scooby-doo animation had gotten like pretty stilted Mm -hmm. in recent years um they like break the models a little more it's like more expressive um there's like a part where like shaggy and scooby are standing on top of the mystery machine shooting candy out of scooby's mouth oh yeah Um, (laughs) it was so good there's there's one part where scooby and shaggy um merge together into like a weapon oh yeah <laughs> it's like it's so absurd there also there's a float in the parade that also chases them for a while that is just grim from billy and mandy oh i didn't notice um, that yeah it like blows up like halfway through the movie but it, it's just if you look at it it's like well that's not a grim reaper that is grim nice good <laughs> so yeah i didn't wouldn't have thought that like hey let the guy who did billy and mandy write a scooby-doo movie but it, Here we are. It worked very well. I, it worked so good. I really hope he gets more gigs with Scooby. God, I hope so. Give him a series, please. please. Oh my! I want to go watch this movie. And I think I know. I think I didn't finish the window all the way, so it's still active. So I could rewatch it. Yeah, I've got forty-eight hours in my rental, and I can just watch it continuously. So, um, I'm definitely gonna watch it again. Um, there's one last thing I wanted to say, and I forgot what it was. Hmm. Well, anyway, right. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, please. It's probably not um, October anymore, but um, still, you know, check it out. I enjoy that this is right after we talked about uh, Charlie Brown, because this is the most Charlie Brown ass name I've seen for a Scooby-Doo movie. Yes. Like I, every time I've been talking about it, I say it like it's uh the great pumpkin i'm like happy halloween scooby-doo why do i say it like it's like ingrained in my mind that that's how you say titles like this happy halloween scooby-doo yeah i I feel that every time i say it i'm just like is that the title is that what this movie is called (laughs) and it is it very much is absolutely well that's scooby-doo and that's twitches and that's 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 the second episode of uh secret history of nerd mysteries go to the movies i know one of our movies for next month wait no next month's november so we have one in between that and december what's a november movie everybody i i'm gonna i was gonna ask what's november movie everybody you're listening to this at like the end of november i think so <laughs> yeah like know. time is like whatever but like what should we'll, we'll, well probably put it out on twitter like what should we watch well if we so in november? if we watch december movies it'll come out in december that's a good point because one of our december movies definitely has to be grandma got ran over by absolutely movie. Oh my god, everybody, okay, we're almost done with this pot, we're almost at time. Everybody, (laughs) 
I've been trying to own Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer since I was 19 years old. And it was just, like, <laughs> not available. That is not something people were printing. No, like, my family just stumbled upon it sitting on a shelf in a Target and had never heard of it before and never seen it before. And we're just like, what is this? So I... What is this? I would watch it every year on Cartoon Network. I, I absolutely mm-hmm. adored it. And then they stay... They don't really air on Cartoon Network anymore. They'll play it sometimes in December at, like, 7 a.m. when they need to fill a spot. Yeah. Um, it still plays on the CW, usually, on, like, the weekend yeah. when there's nothing to play. Uh, and so I've been hunting for this movie. And I I finally found Target. Like, some fucking dude that Target must have found, like, a box of them because Target randomly put them up on their website for, like, $3. But... Yeah. <laughs> you can only get you can only get it if you spent $40 online. So I bought $40 of stuff I didn't really want to get this movie. <laughs> and it's going to get to my house today and I'm going to send it right back to Target. <laughs> There's like one, like I got a dog toy I might keep for my dog. But I bought like, I got like, I grabbed like pants. I was just like, what else can I buy from Target right now so I can get this movie? I just want this movie. This is the only way I can get it. So it's, I'm. Absolutely one of them is Grammar Gun Owner by a Reindeer, everybody. And just, like, Absolutely. buckle up, because I love that movie. It's, a, I feel like you, you're the only other person I've met who has seen it. I, I think Paloma's seen it, too, but um, nobody ever talks about it, and it's definitely one of the greatest Christmas specials of it's all time. It's so good. There's a whole it, bit about Grandpa singing about Grandma getting railed by stars in heaven. Yes! <laughs> And then there's just like the the song that's like the the sister and then like her lawyer slash lesbian <laughs> lover friend who's just like they're like we're gonna sue Santa yeah, we're Claus. gonna put Santa in the hole <laughs> Grandma's gonna sue the pants off the Santa that's just what she's gonna it's it's just in my brain it's also amazing forever. they're like Santa must have a lot of money right and I'm like I don't I feel like you would have gotten to the payment and he'd be like so I make zero money doing this it's magic so. <laughs> It's just fucking magic. You can't sue me. I don't believe in your court system. And he disappears in the pixie dust. <laughs> I exist outside of the bounds of reality. <laughs> it's a, just like the idea of like, you find out Santa's real and you're like, well, I gotta sue him. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have grandma sue Santa. Oh my God. For vehicular sleigh and run. <laughs> Well, that's a preview of what's to come. Maybe the other one will be like, I don't know, the Santa Claus. Because you know I'm going to watch that like at least. I'm going to watch it so many times. The part where I want to go into the family business. You're going to kill your dad? You're going to push your dad off the roof and go into the family business? Charlie, excuse me, young man. Everyone go watch Happy Halloween Scooby-Doo. Yeah. And Twitches. And Twitches too, while we're at it. I didn't have, I've never seen Twitches too. I was going to try to. Tried to watch it last night, and then I um, fell asleep. Maybe so. tonight. I'm supposed to have D&D, but if I don't play, Ooh. if it's not a Conan night. I don't think tonight's a Conan night. I have to get an MRI. Oh, well. <laughs> At 7.30. Okay, maybe not tonight. Maybe, but not tonight. Maybe this weekend. It's Halloween for us, so. Yeah. God, we, we should be at Yomacon. Dude, be quiet. We, all, we were so close to finishing this recording when I'll bring up Yomacon. It's, I'm constantly thinking, because, like, Facebook was just like, you have an event yeah, coming up mine this weekend, too. and I'm just like, like, shut your mouth! Hey, you have Yomakan, I'm like, Yomakan, you didn't fucking, like, cancel this Facebook event I responded to? Come on. 
Yeah. Well, they're like having like a digital marketplace and they're like, do you want to be a part of it? And I'm just like, I haven't been making shit because I'm on um, pandemic unemployment assistance. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) No, I do not want to deal with the U.S. postal system right now. No, I'm not shipping anything. I'm not making anything. I'm not making money so long as the government continues to give me money. (laughs) So. Yeah, Yomakan. Just remembering last year, just laying on the ground of the Ren Center, just really drunk. <laughs> that's that's what I want right now for myself. I just want to be like super drunk on the floor. I get my kigu. I almost showed up to class yesterday, my digital class yesterday, in um my kigu. I was like, it would have been the Halloween, the day that like the school dressed up for Halloween. Mm-hmm. So like, will people be dressed up? No, they weren't. So I just good. Good thing I did not put on my cat pajamas. <laughs> I think my cat pajamas would scare Leia. <laughs> my Labrador. What are you? Yeah, well, like, I put on, a, like, my Snoopy sweater, and Leia's just like, a stranger! I got new glasses, and she was just like, who are you? That seems like a <laughs> such a Scooby-Doo-ass thing to do. Like, isn't that a Scooby-Doo bit where he, like, sees, like, cat ears on someone, and he's like, a cat? <laughs> yeah, he does do that. He's just like... Shift into cat mode. Like, I feel like when they, in Zombie Island, when they have, like, the cattail, like, plants, he, he yeah. like, thinks they're real cats. I feel like that's a bit. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, I gotta watch that one again. I wonder if it's, I wonder if, like, HBO has it, maybe? Because they have Scooby. It's on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix. Scooby. It was on Netflix. The rights for Scooby-Doo, everyone, are all over the map. <laughs> yeah, it's just, Which like, I, some Scooby's here, some Scooby's there. Where's Scooby now? I Who think knows? we covered some in the end, but the right, like, old properties, old IPs, their rights are a fucking mess. Because... Yeah, it's like, because it aired on CBS, kind of belongs to Warner Brothers and Turner, and it should, it's a shit They're show. They're all Everyone. over the map, and it, like, that's just what you get. When something is this old, and it's from a time where people didn't care too much about who owned it, as long as everyone got paid. They couldn't even fathom DD gifts. Absolutely not. <laughs> Streaming. What? God, I want the Scooby Doo Mystery Machine like set, but it's like the ones that are left are like four hundred dollars. I know. That was yeah. Fucking wow. Well, that's it. That's gonna that's gonna be that's... it. Thank you so much for listening. We don't have to give any credits because we have a credits. Yeah, we now. we did sound bites. Uh, here they go. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Our music was provided by Esperanza Garay Negron, and you can find their music on Bandcamp at knifenun.bandcamp.com. Our introduction was voiced by Cafe 3G. You can find him under that handle on Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is a part of the Nacellecast Podcast Network. You can find us at Nerd Mysteries on Twitter. The show is edited and produced every week by the amazing host Brenda. And as a reminder, please, please, please... If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, throw us a five-star review. Helps you show it a lot. Tell a friend about the show. And until next time, historians, see ya.